The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. Welcome to B-Movies and Ebooks. I'm Craig Wade. And I'm Brian Allen Delaney. And it is episode 100. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not really doing anything special. No. So, <laughs> and it was what, like a little over a month wait since the last episode? Yeah, my my fault. No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we we all had fault in this. <laughs> but yeah, you've been all, all busy uh, composing. Yep. And I've been Do, sick doing twice. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah, I'm a little under the weather, just a tiny bit. So if I sound nasolated today, uh, sorry. So. Yeah. Oh, oh well. It's a free show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, if anybody was like thinking, oh, there's this huge delay between episodes, <laughs> because we're probably gonna get something real special for episode 100. No. We're not. <laughs> I mean, we thought about it. We wanted it, but we just didn't have time to do anything special. Yeah. <laughs> In so, fact, sorry, I shouldn't be crunching ice <laughs> on the mic. <laughs> In fact, not only uh, that, uh, we didn't have time to review a book. <laughs> yeah, time. we didn't do a book. <laughs> So you're getting a double feature as far as movies go, though. And let yeah. me tell you, I will say what what a double feature. Well, okay. we've got like crazy body horror, body horror comedy, uh-huh. and then Kuso. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're we're covering Kuso and Boo a Medea Halloween. <laughs> I will say, if it wasn't our hundredth episode, we probably wouldn't be covering Boo, right? I don't know. We talked about it before. Whenever it first came out, we were going to go to the theater and watch it, and we just didn't. <laughs> yeah, I'll save. I'll save my opinion later. But anyway, <laughs> like, like maybe, maybe it, it probably would have been fun. We'll we'll see. <laughs> well, I say that because like we wait. You didn't go with us to the Larry the Cable Guy movie, did you? No, I did not. I okay. missed that one. Yeah. Me and Peach have seen some really bad movies there. Um, I mean, there's only one theater that I would have wanted to see it in. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The Boo of Medea Halloween? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you have to go down to Cinemark. Yeah. It's the <laughs> only theater that I watch mostly anything in because it's $2 a ticket. Yeah. But... <laughs> they have lots and lots of just random shit that happens there that never happen at other theaters because they have terrible enforcement because mm-hmm. and also ghosts yeah yeah and one one of the theaters is legit haunted but but yeah it's um it would have been fun there uh, because Larry the Cable Guy was and so was Snoop Dogg's Hood of Horrors 
And <laughs> so were some other really just bad films. <laughs> so anyway, um, but yeah, before we get into any of that, what's new with you? Uh, besides writing and stuff, um, I guess not too much, but uh, I, I will say I do have a bit of news that I am super excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was more so excited when I thought it was going to be like a standalone movie, mm-hmm. right? But it turns out it's just an episode, but Supernatural is having a crossover with Scooby-Doo. Yeah, and it's it's coming out on as just a regular super, er, Supernatural episode, right? Yeah, it's just like the next episode. <laughs> Dude, that was weird. I got like just a chill in the room. Like it's it's going to be a regular uh <laughs> 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 Freaking out for a second there. Like just a <laughs> major chill. <laughs> it's just too spooky. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it'll be like too intense for my daughter to watch. Like, because I would hope that they make it more supernatural than Scooby Doo. Like, they're just stuck yeah. in Scooby Doo town. I mean, because it's the opposite of a normal Scooby Doo with guest stars episode, you know, where like Batman and the Harlem Globetrotters and stuff like that showed up yeah. and it was an episode of Scooby Doo. Mm-hmm. This is an episode of Supernatural that just happens to have Scooby-Doo in it. Yeah, because, you know, Gwen's two and she loves Scooby-Doo. Like, yeah. Anytime. Because we've oh, seen... Oh, and, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, nothing. We've seen all the episodes that we have a million times and we're kind of burnt out of them. And she knows that Kelsey's burnt out of them. But when Kelsey's asleep, she'll just look at me and go, watch Scooby-Doo. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and like, heck yeah, <laughs> let's, let's watch it. Because I'm burnt out of it, but I'm also burnt out of every other Tinkerbell and every other thing we watch. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This, they're going specifically to a certain episode. Oh, really? Yeah. So they're getting trapped in uh, an episode called A Night of Fright is No Delight, which I don't know specifically which one that is because I don't have an encyclopedic knowledge of Scooby Doo. But yeah, I'm excited. Hmm. Well, because I'm a huge fan of Supernatural. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like I Supernatural. Care. All right. I just hadn't seen that many episodes. Uh, I love Scooby-Doo. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll tell you how it is. You know what sucks? I bought that book, Meddling Kids. I don't think we've talked about it on here. No, we talked about it like in real life. Yeah. So I bought Ugh. that book and it's like a more uh, adult version of Scooby-Doo. Uh-huh. And for some reason, I can't go more than 10 pages without falling asleep. <laughs> like, like, it never happens to me on any other book. But so I'm like at like page 30. <laughs> <laughs> Seems all right. But That's I've been disappointing. Tra- yeah. Because yeah. you, you were pretty pumped about it. I was real excited. Dude, I've read two books since I got that. Like two other books. <laughs> but. Anyway, yeah. Um, I guess we could talk about, just because this has happened since the last episode, I believe um, I read uh, Jeff Strand's Sick House. Mm-hmm. How was that? You know, because I'm such a big Strand head. You are. You're uh, the Strandiest. Yeah. Um, I was expecting more, not to say mm-hmm. that it was bad. It was good. It just didn't live up to my expectations. <laughs> I don't know. Like it was just, a very just the, the way you said it, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, um. 
Like, I don't know. I shouldn't have even brought it up. I, uh, that What you were hearing was frustration at myself for even bringing it up because I'm not prepared to do any sort of <laughs> review over it. But, like, it was good. I enjoyed it. It just didn't meet my expectations because I like Jeff Strand when he's funny or I like Jeff Strand whenever he's pitched black, you know, just <laughs> like the darkest shit ever. Like pressure, very, very dark. What's that one burden that I made you read? <laughs> very, very dark. <laughs> like both of those a lot. I think pressure is one of my favorite books of all time. Um, this one was dark for the most part, but then just had like, Bits of comedy that kind of took you out of it, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. And then it was almost like it wanted to be kind of extreme or splatterpunk, you know, just like gooey and and bloody <laughs> and gory. Well, no, like literally like slime and tar, yeah. and sh- you know, like a gooey type thing. And then like gore, like lots of gore. And I don't know, like it was just the tone was so different than I was expecting. Not saying it was bad, but it wasn't uh wasn't anything that I would if I'm recommending Jeff Strand books, it would not be my first or even probably my fifth. <laughs> like Okay. Uh, so I don't know. I would say honestly just middle of the road, better than average, three out of five. So, All right. Anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway. <laughs> There's unexpected review. That was our that was our hundredth episode surprise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man, can you believe it's already been a hundred episodes? Yeah, I, I can because it's been almost four years. <laughs> wow, I can't believe we've been doing it for that long. Really? Yeah. I yeah. just have a terrible concept of time. <laughs> I guess so. Um, uh. Any any new films that you've seen or any new news? Um, let's see. I went and saw Black Panther. That was it. I think that was the last movie I've seen since uh, we had the last show. I mean, you, you know, besides like rewatching Power Rangers and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't you, count that. You liked it, huh? <laughs> huh? You liked it a lot, huh? What Power Rangers? <laughs> yes, Power Rangers. <laughs> Oh, uh, Black Panther? Yeah. Really good. Yeah, I've heard nothing but great things. Yeah. But I'll check it out when it hits DVD. (laughs) 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 Uh, All right. Yeah. I I watched uh, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri last night. I hear good things about that, too. It was good. Um, Frances McDormand won an Oscar for it. Yeah, yeah, she did good. I think Sam Rockwell won Best Supporting. Yeah, he did. And he was good in it. I mean, he was a total bastard, but he did a good job. Um, yeah, it was a it was a good movie. It's different. Um, and then I also rented... So I rented two movies, that, and then I had to... You know, for quite some time, I hadn't been getting my dose of Saw. So, <laughs> so I had to rent Jigsaw. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I am I am so behind on like the mythos of that show that I couldn't even. Well, the good I'd thing, have to rewatch all of them. The good thing about Jigsaw is all you need to know. Okay, because the problem with Saw, uh, how many did you watch? Just one and two? Uh, I think so. I might have seen three. 
but I think just one and two. One and two were actually pretty good. Yeah. And then after that, it starts getting more and more far-fetched because they kill him off in three. Yeah. And so yeah, then he's got he's, like cancer or something. He had that the whole time, but yeah, he dies yeah. in three. And yeah. so then he's like, there's tapes hidden in my body. Play them to find the victims. <laughs> and you're like, oh, God. And then he's like orchestrated it where like everybody's involved. Like every cop is in on it, you know? Like, yeah. And it's just like, oh, my God. By the end of it, uh, by like part what was it seven like uh, it just i couldn't keep track of who was who like and when people would die it, and it'd be like it, it always played that same like music at the end where it was like dun, 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 you know and like start uh, replaying the events how they really happened not how they appeared yeah. anyway but i remember at the, like me and uh, it was before my wife and I got together. Uh, I, I went on a date with this girl that wasn't into the movies. <laughs> I think I maybe, maybe was like, let's watch fucking Saw 6 or whatever. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and so anyway, so she, she's like, oh, okay. Uh, and I think it was like five, four or five. Um, because I know that I tried to get Kelsey, we were together to watch the last two. <laughs> and so anyway, but yeah. Uh, by the end of it, it, it starts playing that, and I'm like, like just looking around, like, who was that? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> like, you know, because there's just so many random shitty characters that are now taking place of Jigsaw. Anyway, mm-hmm. so with this last one, Jigsaw being kind of a reboot, in, yeah. or an attempt to reboot the franchise, but also get away from the extended canon... You know, uh-huh. I had to see it. And for some reason, I was thinking that that movie bombed at the box office. It didn't. It did very I think well. They always do fairly well. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, this made over 100 million. You know, that's that's no Black Panther. Money, no, whatever. Black Panther made that in like four times that in the weekend. Right. It's crossed a billion already. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. But anyway, so freaking like this, I I wasn't really expecting much. And not that it delivered like awesome or anything like that, but it was fun. I really, really enjoyed it. I was like, huh. When it ended, Kelsey looked at me like she she fell asleep. You know, she watched a little bit and she's like, I can't believe you rented a Saw movie. But when it was over, I was like, wow, I enjoyed that. Like it was fun. I I liked it a lot. So cool. Yeah. So see, like, okay. So he's clearly like a genius, right? Mm-hmm. Because he's got you know plans upon plans and contingencies for his death and junk like that. Mm-hmm. You feel like if Jigsaw would have applied himself in another field, like cancer research or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he he it it would have been better. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, it would be cool, but no. I mean, it built. obviously wouldn't be a movie. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, like in the world of Saw, it'd be a much better place had he had gone a different way. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> did did it ever like give a reason? What, why he did that? Yeah. Besides, yeah, just, he never really took appreciation of his life until he had cancer. Or, or yeah, so, wait, wait, wait. Maybe I have that backwards. 
once he started dying, he noticed other people not appreciating their lives. Okay. And so he wanted to give them kind of like in Fight Club where he puts the gun in the guy's mouth and then lets him go. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, Yo, tomorrow yeah. he's going to feel so good. <laughs> he's going to go be a vet. <laughs> so anyway, kind of like that. But, you know, uh, uh, with the, you know, 99% chance that the, he's going to pull the trigger. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, what better way to get somebody on, like, their on the right path, you know, than to like weld a giant bear trap to their face. Dude, this one's gotten even more high tech. It had <laughs> lasers. Okay. Yeah. Had, I heard about the laser one. Yeah. That had lasers that cross cut a dude's head. Yeah. And then his head just falls open looking like uh, the bottom of an octopus. Hmm. Pretty, pretty interesting stuff. <laughs> but at one point, wacky, I looked at over, wild stuff. I looked over at Kelsey, and I was like, "Wow, this really is just straight up gore." The whole movie, <laughs> like, yeah, those were those were uh, interesting. So yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I would I would say check out Jigsaw if you're if you're even remotely interested, and I totally understand if you're not. <laughs> <laughs> so so one one more thing. Speaking of. Uh, Oscar winning movies. Mm-hmm. Um, should, we should talk about Get Out winning like best screenplay, right? Yeah, Get Out won best screenplay. That's crazy. Ah. I mean, the end. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, I don't. I wonder if there were better screenplays. Like to me, that was the execution of the movie that made that awesome. You know? Yeah. No, I get it. I mean, like it should have been like best director. Or whatever. Yeah, uh, to me it felt like it was a consolation for hey, you're not going to win the best picture, you know. Well, I mean, Oscars are largely political, right? It's a voting process. Um, You have to campaign and all this other stuff, right? And you know, it's like when Denzel Washington finally got his, and he was like, "Really, I get it for this movie." You know, I forgot what movie it was. Like his first one was like that he got like training day or something like that, you know, or when they give um, Oscars to people like at the end of their career, mm-hmm. just because they feel like they deserve one, mm-hmm. you know? So sometimes it's, it's weird like that. And I think it was like shape of water, you know, did so much for del Toro that like they had to give it to him. You know what I mean? Like the people felt like it because it won like best director and best uh, film and something else. Best music. And and, and things. Why did they have to give it to him? No, I'm saying like, okay, well, a lot of people think Del Toro was shafted for other things like Pan's Labyrinth and things. And didn't that win stuff, though? uh, It was nominated. That was it. He's he's only he, that's the only like other Oscar he's ever been nominated for. It's the only movie that he's done that's worth an Oscar. I know, I know, but I mean, like, <laughs> no, but it's sometimes, too? <laughs> yes. So sometimes it's just like, oh, you know, they've been working in the industry; they deserve one. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's like, yeah, Get Out was great, but I think people kind of weighed the fact that it was like his first. Like real movie, you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. 
Um, no, I, I, I got you. I, I, I still haven't seen Shape of Water yet, though. So I haven't I either. I, I actually saw the first long form trailer to it uh, yesterday. Like I hadn't. Mm-hmm. I've only seen like real short ones. I finally saw the first uh, long one, and uh, looks amazing. Yeah, but yeah, huh? But uh, but yeah, it, it's it looks really really cool. I'm sure that it's a great movie. Guillermo del Toro does good movies. It's not that I'm sitting here dogging him. <laughs> it's it kind of seems like you're throwing a little shade. No, but I mean, let's not kid ourselves. Hellboy two would not have won an Oscar. No. Um, Pan's Labyrinth is, and neither would what was it? Devil's Backbone. Didn't he do Pacific Rim? Yeah, Pac Rim's not a not a damn uh, winter movie, you know. So I don't know. Yeah. But it was. It it definitely looks good uh, to me. Honestly, uh, <clears throat> if I can. Excuse me. If I can breathe first, but if I can be blunt about it, I loved Get Out. You know, it made my mm-hmm. top five of last year. I thought it was a great film. Thought it was very significant. I thought uh, the timing of it hitting at you know yeah when it hit, uh, it would not have made as much impact had Hillary won. You know, uh, like to me, I don't think it would have. Mm-hmm. You? No, I mean, or no, you? you're absolutely correct. Like it's just. Uh, the emboldening of racism at the same time that this film comes out, but it also wasn't made because of that. It was made prior to that with the assumption that Hillary would win. And yeah. it, it wasn't, it wasn't, I'm making it more political than the film even was. Cause the film wasn't political, you know? No, it was saying basically that everybody, you know, all white people can't be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, but I, I really, I liked the film. I thought it was a great film. It did not feel like an Oscar film to me. Yeah. And I, I, th- I think that the reason that is, it also didn't really feel like a horror film, but it definitely felt like a tight thriller, you know, mm-hmm. but the reason it didn't feel like an Oscar film to me. Uh, yeah, it has the socio-political commentary <laughs> right after I say it wasn't yeah. political at all. Well, I mean, it wasn't partisan at all, but yeah. it does have like the socio-political commentary in it, but that of an Oscar film, but it was, it was a genre film, you know, mm-hmm. and those aren't respected, of course. I, I kind of hate that every film's a genre film. You know what I mean. And no. <laughs> Every film is a genre film. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was a. It was in a lower class of films. Uh, I'll than, take that than most <laughs> critics uh, observe. <laughs> they like boring shit. <laughs> Get out ruled. <laughs> Quite frankly, it was too good to be an Oscar film. <laughs> so. Anyway, too good to be an Oscar. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, like, what are some five out of fives on here that we've gotten? Bone Tomahawk. I, I, well, I think I gave that. I don't think that was you. Yeah, I didn't. Mad Max. Nope. Neither. I didn't give it. I did. We didn't review it on the show. Shut up. But I gave it a five out of five. Yeah, but I gave it a four and a half. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ghost Watch. Like Ghost Watch. Yeah, was, that was was, was Southbound up there? Yeah, I think Southbound was. Uh, in fact, I know Southbound was. Uh, 
But yeah, those aren't movies that would I I would see being Ghost Wash should Ghost Wash <laughs> Ghost Watch should have won all of the Oscars or at least daytime Emmys. Um, but I mean, I can't see those being awarded films. You? Well, technically, they all have been awarded film, like awarded awards, just not Oscars. I'm talking specifically Oscars. Yeah, no, they're not going to win anything, <laughs> yeah. especially. Especially Ghostwatch is a made-for-TV show or made-for-TV movie from like the '80s in the UK. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even think that's specifically like eligible. Nah, I wonder if it won a BAFTA. <laughs> so anyway. anyway, should we get on to our movies? Yeah, probably. Um, you, you wanted which one do you want to do first? Boo! But no, okay, so, real oh, quick. Sorry. So back to it. No, I am happy that it won though. I'm happy yeah. that that one. <clears throat> it's cool to see Jordan Peele getting more. Like he's definitely going to do more work like this. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm very excited about it. Um, and I uh, I think that it means good things for the genre that uh, it won and that Shape of Water won. Mm-hmm. Although I think Shape of Water doesn't mean much to the horror genre. Yeah, it's like horror adjacent. Yeah, it, yeah. Because I mean, it is about a fish monster. <clears throat> well, it's basically like they captured the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, and he's nice, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, they can't. They can't all be bad. You expect all of the fish monsters to be bad people? No. No, I do not. But. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. So, what do you want to do first? I assume are good people. (laughs) (laughs) I say we do Boo a Medea Halloween first. All right. We will be right back with Boo a Medea Halloween. back we're talking boo a medea halloween ah! sorry you scared me <laughs> yeah sorry <laughs> yeah now brian was this your first uh time with old medea actually yes um not my first tyler perry movie because i have watched star trek but <laughs> wait have you seen any um, tyler perry like no produced or <laughs> uh, i have not I saw a precious. So. He he like put money behind it. Like him and Oprah funded Precious. You ever see Precious? Uh, I think I saw like part of it. Dude, that's a rough ass movie. <laughs> like it's just like she imagines her life all fabulous, but really like she got AIDS from her dad who <laughs> raped her, and she has a retarded kid. And yeah, and she's just like real big and everyone makes fun of her, but she imagines her life being glamorous. And that's that whole movie. And her mom is mad at her because her dad chose her over her, like chose Precious over the mom. And she's like, get out of my house, you bitch. <laughs> like it's, it's really, really rough. Like there are parts in that movie. I guarantee you watch your flinch. Like it just <laughs> like, oh God, there's way too much. This is the saddest shit I've ever seen. So. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like I like dark movies, but I usually like more of like 
you know, Twilight Zone and mm-hmm. on the downer sort of thing, not just <laughs> not re- just unrelentless. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, how is that film not called a, a series of unfortunate events? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Boo, a Medea Halloween. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, this is my second. This is my second Medea movie. What was the first one? I saw Diary of a Mad Black Woman. I would say most of it whenever I still lived. I think either I still lived at my parents or I had moved out, but went over there to do laundry. One of the two. <laughs> like, it, I was, it was, <clears throat> what, a decade ago? Something like that. Or maybe more. Um, and I, looking back of it, um, I, I remembered it being like more, her being more of like a churchy type character this one this one excuse me not churchy at all she kept talking about her old days as a hoe well i think she did back in there too but i I felt like she was more reformed there i I did remember her pulling guns on people (laughs) um and that's about it i i remembered at the time thinking like wow that that movie kind of sucked but it it made me laugh a little So, so okay so when we get into this, can can I read the like synopsis on IMDb real quick? You sure can. Okay. So it says Medea winds up in the middle of mayhem when she spends a haunted Halloween fending off killers, paranormal poltergeists, ghost ghouls, and zombies while keeping a watchful eye on a group of misbehaving teens. Okay. None of that happens. Uh, uh, no, no, well, not at well, all. The, the, the keeping a watchful eye on misbehaving teens, that happens. Hmm. That's it. That's weird because like just the the Google synopsis is trying to win the approval of her friends. 17-year-old Tiffany sneaks out of the house to go to a Halloween bash at a fraternity. The fun soon ends when the police and cranky fast-talking Medea arrive to <laughs> crash the, the party. Unhappy with this sudden turn of events, the vengeful collegians. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Decide to scare Medea and her cronies with a series of pranks. Cronies. (laughs) (laughs) Medea and her goon squad. (laughs) She soon finds herself under attack and on the run from an assortment of ghosts. <laughs> ghouls and zombies on the scariest night of the year. Oh so she she did technically there were the ghosts. Well, kinda. I mean, it was all a prank. Yeah, but I mean, like when you say, did it ever say how they were spelling shit on the mirror? No. Oh, okay, <laughs> just we were doing it, that. It, <laughs> I mean, I guess I guess that could have been a ghost, and it was all a coincidence. Yeah, but it was poorly explained. Um, so much of this film was poorly explained. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, because I remember seeing the preview for this, and I was excited because I thought it was literally going to be like you know, uh, a scary movie with Medea well, in it. Yeah, yeah, or not necessarily scary, but like a horror comedy. You know, where she actually goes up against I don't know, like go- ghost schools and zombies. But it wasn't at all. Hmm. Well, you know, you know what's going to have to happen. We're going to have to watch part two. 
we are because maybe that's where all the actual uh, ghost ghouls and zombies come in. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So this movie made $74 million on a $20 million budget. That's pretty good. Yeah. Tyler Perry is a marketing genius. Yeah. Um, and at Walmart the other day, I counted they had 48 Tyler Perry movies in a Tyler Perry section. Which doesn't make any sense. What? Because I don't even think he has that many movies. Well, a lot of them were teleplays. Like, okay. I can do bad all by myself. It's just, you know, him sitting in a dress on a million of the titles. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I mean, I guess technically he has 46 director credits. But some of those are TV episodes. Hmm. Well, um, so, oh my God. Huh. Oh, excuse me. He's been doing this since 2002. Yeah. It's nuts. <laughs> Why is it nuts? I mean, how? I don't, I, 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 I mean, I guess it? it's still profitable. I mean, he's got a new one coming out like next year or this year. Yeah. Well, I think at the height of his. Tyler Perry mania. Uh, that would probably be 2011 when Forbes listed him as the highest paid man in entertainment. He earned $130 million that year. Wow. Yeah. Get that Medea money. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow, me and you just didn't dress his <laughs> film and shit on YouTube. <laughs> it's like, it's Bradia. <laughs> Um, okay anyway so where do we even start with this movie it's like the plot of it is ancillary yeah (laughs) the 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 movie is like an hour and 40 minutes and it could have literally been an episode of a 30 minute tv show (laughs) yeah and i'm gonna go ahead and say like the plot okay it had to do with like the these kids are, are wanting to go to a frat party and then they go but then the frat uh, the fraternity guys are like wait y'all are underage get the hell out cops are coming right yeah they were literally trying to do the right thing it's like they were being respond like you know like once they found out they were 17 they were doing the responsible thing and kicking them out yeah and tyler perry so- so if Medea hadn't been there, nothing would have happened. Well, they would have just they the would have gotten kicked out of the party. Have made a transformation the, toward the end. What? The daughter would have never gotten tough love. Yeah, but I'm saying like, yeah, I guess. Okay, I got so many questions just about the group dynamic of Medea and her friends. Yeah. Were they all with the dad? <laughs> uh, well, because multiple times he kept making jokes about like, you know, y'all better shut up or I'm never going to have sex with y'all again. <laughs> Basically, I, I think I think maybe he's just like a lecher. Maybe there's a, a whole bunch of backstory in the other Medea movies that we haven't watched. Yeah. And we need to go back and watch it from the beginning Explore the Medea pantheon. Yeah. Maybe we can go to the Medea wiki. <laughs> And okay. and look it up. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um now I will say 
I'm going to say, okay, so this movie, uh, it's terrible, right? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Really? <laughs> yeah, I actually hated it. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I will say it was terrible. I enjoyed it. I know you did. And that's why I was so, uh, like, uh, I was so excited to tell you how much I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not good. I wouldn't, like, recommend it to anyone. But there were <laughs> a few parts in it that I laughed pretty hard. The, there were, there were like, two jokes um, that I thought was were, were really funny. Um, when, and I'll go ahead and say them. So when Medea, like they had gotten scared because the, the, the trick that the um, daughter and her friends are playing on them is they want them to be scared. So Medea and her friends go to sleep so they can leave. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like they tell them this ghost story about how these people died in their house. But after 10 o'clock, you know, it's it's okay because if you go into the bedrooms, the ghosts don't go in there. Right. And it's like. They literally fall for it, though. But, um, but whenever uh, Medea's friends come to check on her, and she's in the bed, and they're and she, you know, and they were like, "Oh, what are you doing?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm not scared. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. You know, whatever." And they're like, "Why are all the lights on?" And she's like, "I was reading." And you're like, "What were you reading?" The the, the Bible. The Bible. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, well, "Where's the Bible?" And she's like. On the table in my heart. And that made me laugh. That was one of my favorite jokes. <laughs> that and um, when Medea was going off to do something and what's the guy's name? Joe? Like the other Tyler Perry character? Yeah, Joe. <laughs> the old man. Yeah. Um, she, she, he was like, if she don't come back, I want you to know she's a man. <laughs> it's like, that <laughs> made me laugh. Like, uh, because... The, <laughs> I found it hilarious the the part I, I text you about yeah uh, the the Tootsie roll part you spoiled yeah, that for me yeah yeah they're they're just uh, much you more spoiled one of the three jokes <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> in that movie no I think what it is is the expectation of this film was for me was so far down like I was yeah. expecting to literally watch the worst fucking movie I've ever seen I did. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I didn't hate Medea as a character. Like, yeah, I didn't find did her I. annoying. Like, I yeah. thought I was going to be like, oh, fuck this, like, the entire time. You know but, who I did find annoying? Who? Hattie. Oh, was that the little one? Yeah. Yeah, she was the worst. She should go. Because yeah, the, the other one was kind of cool. What was her name? Bam? Like, she just was, like, like comedy remember. side relief. Yeah, stealing candy from little kids and stuff. Yeah. Although they did <laughs> see huh? all that shit is kind of just like not not laugh out loud funny, but just like just conceptually funny. Yeah, um, it, they did mention her being high way too much, way too much. Well, it was it, that's cool, Brian. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's cool. I don't understand cool. Yeah, see, it turns out like there, there's a big fight right now to uh, legalize marijuana, and so what? so it, it's cool for the, to have marijuana the, now in, in films. I get it. <laughs> see, now think back. Are the jokes funny? Now all of the jokes are funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. When when you put it into the socio political context. Now all of them are funny. Should this win an Oscar? <laughs> Should it have won 
most of the Oscars. <laughs> uh, Definitely <laughs> costume design. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, throw two potato sacks on a dude's chest and <laughs> make up in special effects. Like, I, what makes me laugh about Medea just character design is that it is like they don't even try to make it not look like Tyler Perry. Like the dad, oh, yeah. the dad looks less like Tyler Perry than Medea does. Yeah, the dad has like a like a chin prosthesis and stuff, yeah. and it's like yeah. no, the Medea is just Tyler Perry. With a wig. <laughs> okay, I will also laugh at, you know how he was making those vague threats of like, you know, I'll beat your ass with a hammer and like just all these like real, yeah. like severe, like what the yeah. hell? It did make me laugh though when that clown came close and he just pulled a hammer out and hit it out of nowhere. <laughs> he, he wasn't joking. He He's really, packing a hammer. Yeah, he really packs a hammer on him. Um, Yeah, so there's not much more plot to talk no, about. No, that's the plot. Like just like they they she tries to get them to go to sleep like they're birds, you know, and just puts like a blanket over their cage, and then they sneak out, and then um, Medea finds out, and they call the cops, and then that's it, basically. Well, I mean, there's a little bit of a prank war, quote yeah. unquote, which means that the frat kids dress up as a clown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty much it, and then. Tyler Perry's normal character, uh, Brian, who was terrible. Um, yeah, he's a horribly aggressive. Like in that first scene when they when he rolls up and his daughter's talking to the uh, to the frat guys. Oh, really, I thought he was just a giant wuss. Well, no, he just like straight up like <laughs> talks about murdering them and stuff at like <laughs> very first scene. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. There is and that. I was just like, what? And then what happened to the little boy? What happened to the brother? Oh, he was captured and killed by the ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> now, remember, the brother went to the mom's house. Oh, yeah, that's like, right. Nah, I'm not yeah. Kidding. And then he was telling her that he she needs to go too. okay. Like, the uh-huh. daughter was so shitty, like yeah. so rude and mean. Yep. Like, ah. Uh, and and she did it on purpose, too, because at the end, during the heart to heart, it was like, you know, you let mom walk all over you and you let me walk all over you. So she knows she can get away with it. So she did it on purpose. Yeah. She was a horrible person premeditated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So verdict time. No, no, no. I got one more thing. <laughs> okay. Okay. So this is my only Medea movie I've watched. Uh-huh. Is she actually a man? Okay, hear me out. <laughs> no. Okay. She because she was a stripper. Well, n- huh? She was a stripper whenever she was young. So? Well, <laughs> she would have been young in the 60s, 70s. I don't know. All right. But 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 I have, there. there's three pieces of evidence. <laughs> what, him saying that? Well, that, um... Uh, I'm when, pretty sure when he Tyler mentioned- Perry in a wig. <laughs> <laughs> no, like they mentioned, like he, he the Joe's talking about prostate cancer, right? And yeah, and, uh, he- and and Medea's like, she can't have prostate cancer. She doesn't have a prostate. And he looks at her and she, he's like, you have a prostate. <laughs> I think he's okay. just mean to her. <laughs> yeah, but but and then also, well, she had ki- what, huh? That guy was her kid. What? I, I mean, she gave birth to the other guy. To Brian? Yeah. 
That's her aunt. Oh, wait. Or, shit. That's his aunt. Wait, who was his parents? Joe and some other lady, probably. Some random person. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing this guy's infidelity. Okay. <laughs> um, um, and then later at the church, <laughs> later at the church, they say something about like, uh, you know, oh, Medea, you can't do that now. You're saved. And then he was, and then she's like, Sometimes it doesn't take. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. really? Like, yeah, that made me laugh. But, you know, the getting saved is like a bad perm. Er, er, yeah. Like a bad perm. Sometimes it don't take. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it, is she actually mad? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe I need to watch the rest of the canon to see. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm really intrigued. Huh. Yeah. All right. So verdict. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm looking at Medea Wiki. <laughs> is there actually one? Well, it's just Wikipedia, Medea. But uh, she has four general methods of attack: <laughs> destruction of property, weapon violence, physical violence, or intimidation through outrageous browbeating tactics, such as firing off Glock pistols, which she keeps handed, handy in her purse at all times. All right. Anyway, all right, go back to verdict. Like one out of five. <laughs> one out of five? Dude. This this movie was like, honestly, like I said, if it would have been a TV show, maybe it wouldn't be so bad. But there were like the first 20 minutes of this movie, literally nothing happens. And it's her and her annoying friend Hattie and the other lady just like talking. Uh-huh. And nothing happens. And then, like, oh yeah, no, I, I you don't have to explain so, it. I get it. I do have to explain it. That's the whole freaking point of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it just feels like you're you're just reiterating uh, that. And so I, it's bad. Yeah. It's bad. And uh, and like, I think to me, like the that Hattie character was so like I can't even. <laughs> I, I can't know. even I know. Like, explain. I know. There was one and, point where I turned it off because of her. All right. yeah, and, so, and, 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 it's bad. See, I think you <laughs> fucked up by the way, like watching it all in one take like a movie. <laughs> I watched it in three separate parts and enjoyed it a little more. I watched it in two different sittings. Uh, okay. Well, all right. Yeah, I'm going to give it a two out of five. I enjoyed, uh, I enjoyed <laughs> it a little. <laughs> what? You're still like, I enjoyed this movie. <laughs> Two out of five. That's not a good movie. It sucks. <laughs> but but it deserves a lot better than than I don't know. What was that movie? That rat one with Casper Van Dien? It's better than that movie. Oh, Red Pocalypse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I enjoyed Red Pocalypse more than that. Yeah, this I probably movie. did too. I don't know. I've seen I thought much you were worse. Talk about Willard. Uh, <laughs> Axe Giant. Like, I will say it's better than Axe Giant. <laughs> You're out of your mind if you think that it's not. Well, okay, it's clearly a better made movie than Axe Giant. No, I'm not even saying that. Just more watchable. But Axe Giant has that scene on the bridge where he keeps changing height. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. We'll it's be- like genius like that might actually be on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So no more Medea on this podcast, huh? No, we're gonna do Boo Medea Halloween too. Okay, and so, then maybe Tyler Perry's Medea Family Funeral. I wonder what this even has on like I, IMDb. IMDb, it's like a thirty. 
Really? Wait, oh, wait. Sorry, on Metascore, uh, on on like actual IMDb ranking, it's like three and a half. Okay. Yeah. No, four point six, and twenty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Three out of five on Hulu. Yeah, Metascore it says thirty. Huh. Well, it appears the public even likes it better than me. Yeah, but well, that's out of ten. Wait, no, hold on. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I like it more because that'd be a 40. Yeah. Two out of five is 40%. Huh. Yeah. Maybe I like this more than general public. <laughs> or I need to. All right. I'm going to downgrade my ranking to a 1.5 out of five. Oh, just so you can be contrarian? No, to agree with the public. <laughs> right. Well, if it makes you feel any better, Boo 2 got less of a ranking. Oh, well, definitely let's cover that. We're totally yeah. not shedding listeners as we speak. <laughs> Dude on uh, Boo 2 on Metascore has a 17. Okay. <laughs> All right. We will be right back with our review of The Gross Out, soon to be cult hit. <laughs> Kuso, directed by, I forget the guy's real name, but he raps under the name Flying Lotus. Flying Lotus. Uh, Steve. Stephen what? Ellison. Okay. Credited as just Steve. <laughs> yeah. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. We're talking Kuso, directed by Steve. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, yeah. Stephen Ellison, Flying Lotus. Uh, yeah. So right now um, you can either pay-per-view this or watch it on Shudder. So it's a Shudder. They bought the rights or some shit. Yeah. It's like a Shudder exclusive. Yeah. So anyway, I, I will say, you know, we covered this a while back. Uh, not not. Reviews. I don't remember watching this a while back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, no, I mean, we covered the news whenever this hit South by Southwest, I believe, or, or Fantastic Fest, or one of those. Or hell, maybe it was even Sundance. I think it was Sundance. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was Sundance. And yeah, and people it, were like, it had oh, a large it's... number of walkouts. Mm-hmm. People were pissed and they claimed that. It was just gross for gross's sake, not actual. It says, plot. as an article written for The Verge says, it's the grossest movie ever made. Yeah. I actually also watch, uh, okay, and in Shudder, there's a thing called The Core. And like, it's yeah, a the t- movie where they take the train down to the center of the earth. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's just, uh, it's a behind the scenes of movies and, and interviews with the people. And I watched that with him and he kind of took offense to the fact that it was, uh, that people were called it as gross, like the grossest film ever. He's like, that's not the grossest movie ever. There's no way it is. <laughs> no, it's, but, it's super gross though. Oh, it's one of the grossest movies ever. If not the, I, I feel like once you get uh, over that or under maybe, that initial layer of grossness mm-hmm. and you kind of get acclimatized to it. Mm-hmm. It's not that bad. Has some weird, weird cameos in it that actually upset me more than the special effects. Like George Clinton, George Clinton, um, you know, Tim Heidecker, obviously. Yeah. And, 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 but the one that really threw me off was, 
Anders Holm from Workaholics. Wait, who was he in that movie? Uh, Where was he? He was the teacher, the main teacher. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hannibal Burris is in it, but I don't know where. He's just the voice of one of the aliens. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. He's in the Mr. Quiggle one. Okay, yeah. so so let's talk about this for a second. Um, it's a it's a connected like set of vignettes, right? Like four of them. Okay. Yeah. Um and should we just like kind of do a rundown of what they are? Sure. Or what but not, let's not go super deep into them. We don't okay. God knows we'd hate to ruin Cuso for people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So first we got Royal. Mm-hmm. Um about uh two kids in love. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And they they have uh some some problems. Well, they have one unanswered question in their relationship that gets answered later. Yeah, that's not vague at all. Um, <laughs> Mr. Quiggle. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. How you, all right, so, yeah, it's about a rapper living in an apartment as kind of a slave to, like, these uh, aliens. Yeah. But also just kind of a friend that she gets high with, right? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and then it turns out she's pregnant. <laughs> yeah and then um yeah there's that one <laughs> right, and then smear it's about a little a little man uh it says a small man was he a man i just thought he was a little kid i thought he was i thought he was just a little kid anyway. but he looks like a man yeah he he looks like a tiny little his man. mom gives him really bad food that causes him to shit in the woods <laughs> and yeah so, and then he meets a friend in the woods yeah <laughs> Yeah. These are um, all sounding so wholesome now. And then um Sock, which, which is about a lady who lives underground uh who might have to eat her own baby. <laughs> that one sounds less wholesome <laughs> than yeah. the, than the other three. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They're all pretty they're all I They all ki- they all kind of have to do with babies. There's this like weird kind of Huh? Smear doesn't. Smear, the thing he finds in the wood has woods has little babies. Oh yeah, and also Smear connects into Sock, right? Kinda, yeah. Yeah. Sorta. Um yeah, so basically they're all like set in this like apocalypse. Like an apocalypse. Post apocalyptic like Los Angeles. It actually explains what happens in Mr. Quiggle. Which one? When, uh, yeah, yeah. When, yeah. It sh- when it has her rap. Yeah. video but i don't remember it's it's basically a huge earthquake happened and it caused like um un, unknown toxic waste to come up and mutate everybody huh okay that's it and so inter- interconnected in between these little stories um are a whole bunch of like commercials and like news reports and just weird trippy footage yeah Yeah. i will say more than anything this is like a super trippy movie yeah even more than gross it's just trippy you know Mm -hmm. um but i mean it starts off like super gross so i could see where like people would leave 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, it's super <laughs> gross. Um, there, I will say there was a scene where he like, what is it in Royal? I guess. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah, Royal. Um, where the lady like he wipes like his his semen all over her. You remember that all over her lips? Yeah, yeah. And the that's like first scene. Yeah, was it the first? Scene? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. That well, was, I mean, besides the little like rap intro, uh-huh. or it's not really rap. I guess it's more like acid jazz. Yeah, yeah. And so anyway, so good. Yeah, yeah. Those <laughs> those are my favorite parts of the movie. Um, but uh, yeah, so that happens, and honestly, I was like, wow, wow, really already? <laughs> I felt like a. You know, uh, a Puritan or something. I was like, really? Already? You know, <laughs> you put on your buckle hat and walked out the door <laughs> of my house. Yeah. Just into well, the street. I, I never. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I couldn't. Not that I couldn't believe it, but I was like, wow, we're it's doing this this quick. But honestly, it seemed to once you make peace with it five minutes after the fact that everything is going to be gross, you kind of get a little immune to it. Yeah, but- that's what that's what I was saying. It's like w- once you get past the initial shock factor, it just becomes like a just un- underlying tenant of the story. Mm-hmm. And so you don't really care anymore. Until every once in a while, something grosser pops up and, and you're just like, oh, yeah. You know, but okay. I'm not going to say that this, this movie. Okay. I'll put it out there. I fucking hated this movie. Like hate, hate on a level that I've almost never hated in another movie. Right. Uh And the reason is because it was boring as shit. Had nothing to do with the grossness. Had nothing to do with anything these stories went nowhere and even when they reached conclusions they were stupid like (laughs) like no seriously and they masked it under like art that this is supposed to be like art okay well yeah it's visually interesting i'll give you that Mm -hmm. but if you have like literally nothing to say if there's no plot if it's making a movie just to fucking say you did then honestly that's worse than not making a movie and I hated this film. <laughs> so, All right. So anyway, See, now we're getting somewhere. Like, like I just, uh, I was very, very disappointed. Like, and I was ready. Like, just seeing that it was going to be like a gross-out classic, and, and all this shit. Like, it makes me think, you know, Pink Flamingos or something like that. You know, something nasty. And yeah, it was nasty, but there was, there was nothing behind it, you know? So Mm -hmm. anyway, I don't know. That's, that's where I was. I mean, it was just, it was just four slice of life stories, Craig. (laughs) Sort of. The only (laughs) one that I, there was one of the vignettes that I thought was interesting and funny. Mm -hmm. And and it was the alien one, Mr. Oh yeah. Mr. Quiggle. That was, that was the best one. But it did not redeem to me it didn't redeem anything else in in the film but i do hate that i hated it so much a because uh you know i i had so much expectation for it honestly kuso is part of the reason that i, I uh subscribe back to to shutter and 
had so much expectation and B uh, that like, it sounds like I hated it just because it's gross and that's not. Yeah. But anyway, just boring. I mean, I I can see that. I can, I can see that criticism. I don't personally feel like it was boring. I also don't really feel like I understood it. If that makes sense. Um, I, I feel like there is a lot under the surface going on that I just didn't quite necessarily get. Um, and that's fine. Uh, cause I mean, it's an art house film basically, right? It's a gross art house film. Um, and you're not necessarily maybe even supposed to get it on your first watch. Right. Well, but there, I could, you know, there's definitely things going on under the surface. You know, they all have underlying themes, even in some of the animation, right. Especially towards the end. It's all about like birth and stuff like that. It's all about, um, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. You know, you know what I mean? It, it all has this underlying theme of babies. <laughs> I don't know what about them, you know, because there, there's some, some like, you're like, no, it's it's almost like okay. Geddes, uh, explored similar themes, you know. Like huh? does, so, and Geddes did similar themes. <laughs> yeah, like, sort of. The babies I mean, like flowers. In a way, if you if those were like, if if you had a little bit more special effects on those babies and flowers <laughs> yeah, yeah. and stuff, they'd be disturbing. <laughs> but 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 no, okay. It's just like it's like a racer head, okay. And how a racer head was dealing with the anxiety of having a kid. Right. Mm-hmm. And so then his character's baby is real gross and ba- goat like. Right. And so it's the same sort of things going on. You, It almost feels like there's that uncertainty or something underneath. I don't know what was going on through, you know, Flying Lotus's head whenever he was making this. Maybe similar things. Maybe it was just a weird dream he had. But there, there's that sort of birthing anxieties throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And it, it makes sense. Like I said, I didn't get it. You know, maybe I got part of it. Maybe I didn't get anything at all, but um, I didn't think it was super boring. Really? Yeah. Like every story drug and there was none that I found interesting except for the alien one. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, Royal, when you put, because it's also weird because it's vignettes, but the vignettes are also split up. Yeah. So it's not like like, it like shuffles them in, you know, so it's like you get one and then some. You basically get chapter ones of every story and then chapter two of every story. Chapter two is the end. Yeah. Um, So like, I mean, Royal, whenever you put it all together is maybe like four minutes long. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's not really much going on on there. Uh, Mr. Quiggle has a subplot in it. (laughs) So it's almost like two stories mashed together. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, That sock one is actually fairly short, too. Sorry. Yeah. The one where she's crawling through the stuff, eating concrete. Yeah, that made no sense. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, I, I just... I mean, again, unless it's mm-hmm. you get those weird cravings whenever you have a baby. 
<laughs> and that's what it must be. I mean, it might have been. Really? I don't know. I don't know. I, honestly, I, I just, I don't know. Whatever. I loved I mean, Racerhead. I didn't like this. I mean, Royal could have been, um, you know, she she didn't want to have sexual relations because, you know, some people uh, get really self-conscious about when they're pregnant. Like I mean, it, they all could have been about nothing too. Yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> but I'm that saying doesn't, that doesn't, I'm just saying what, it could have been. That goes back to exactly what I said. None of these things had fucking anything to say, and they hid behind it being art. Go fuck yeah. yourself, you pretentious <laughs> dick. You know, I got so mad at this film. Like I, <laughs> I was in my living room. Like fuck. Like I was mad, mad Man, for this reaction it gives you. I might just give it a five. <laughs> Give it a ten. I don't care. Nothing matters anymore. It's the only is the only movie we've ever gotten that had a ten. But but it's like if you give it like a one, then it'll just average to a five. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh well, I'm gonna give it a negative ten. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean like okay. I will say I can't give it a one. I got to give it better than a one because it was visually visually more interesting than a one but as far as my feeling of the film i did not like it it goes among the worst films i've ever seen like that's fair (laughs) i mean i don't know if it's fair but i mean that's (laughs) (laughs) but anyway all right yeah so yeah i don't know i I think honestly also that played with just the expectation that it was going to be good yeah I guess I should stop thinking things are going to be I, good. No, whenever, I had no expectations going in on it. I should quit thinking that things are going to be good, though, whenever, like, it's like, grossest film of all time. And I'm like, it's going <laughs> to be my jam. good, huh? <laughs> yeah, don't, don't equate, you know, uh, critics have a terrible reaction to this movie to it's going to be a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, Cause, that, cause that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, I thought that it would be at least memorable or something. I've forgotten a lot of it. <laughs> so. Yeah. And just, if you are grossed out by bodily functions, uh, don't watch this movie. Oh, yeah. I would just say don't watch this movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but all right. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. You want to score it? Yeah, like two and a half, probably. <laughs> all, all that all that ball cradling for a two and a half huh ball cradling <laughs> i don't know you felt like you were taking up for it no i just was saying that there was probably more to it than i got but then again it's like surrealism so there might not be anything at all yeah you know what i mean um but i'm fine with that okay well i give it a one and a half <laughs> so uh, well, still wait, better than Medea. <laughs> wait, didn't I lower Medea to a one and a half also? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, but fair. I gave it a one. <laughs> it's fair. Both of them are fair. Yeah. Uh, I would just say maybe don't watch one and definitely don't watch the other. <laughs> but which one? <laughs> I we'll, we'll never tell. <laughs> yeah, I'd say both of them are an experience. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can say that about it. Ooh, a Medea Halloween. It's a cinematic experience. <laughs> Craig from B&E. <laughs> we need to start getting more blurbs. 
Well, I mean, we also don't try. Yeah. Hey, any people want to, if you've heard what yeah. you like, <laughs> or like what you've heard. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I mean, if anybody wants to like send us movies or books or whatever. We'll like, give us, we'll blurb you we'll, and shit. We'll, get, we'll give you blurbs. We've done it before. Yeah, we'll do it again. All right. <laughs> so 100 episodes. Anything you want to reflect back on before we leave? <laughs> I mean, the constant question of why. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I've never no, felt I mean, it more like, than, than this set of movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was talking about the whole run. Um, no, I mean, it, without getting super sappy, um, it is fun to to spend time talking about usually shitty stuff mm-hmm. with you know <laughs> with the my best friend oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah yeah it gives us it gives us dude time just chilling yeah. just sunday morning dude time <laughs> <laughs> hey it's our sunday ritual yeah <laughs> some people have church <laughs> so, <laughs> i just do this in the back of church have, <laughs> <laughs> people have a podcast about terrible movies yeah and usually pretty good books yeah yeah <laughs> i would say that our, our well i would say the average book is better than the average movie yeah but whatever all right well now what about if kuso would have been a book <laughs> I, I think it would have been two pages <laughs> and then he smeared some poop on it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> the, the end special poop bound editions Oh God! <laughs> but just remember how much too. you liked uh, Chameleon, and that that book made no sense. Yeah. Uh, no, I said it at the time. That made no sense. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know. Hundredth episode. <laughs> Hundred. <laughs> yay! All right. Yeah. So we probably won't wait another month before another episode. But if we do, it's because no. things came. My up. deadlines will be up by then. Mm. All right. Well, cool. We'll <laughs> see y'all next time. <laughs> this is Wolfman Jack. You've been listening to B movies and ebooks, and you can check out these crazy cats every two weeks or so on iTunes, Stitcher, and I don't know, other places. So anyway, leave them a five-star review. Also, check them out on Twitter at BNEPod. And subscribe to the BNE Master Feed if you're a fan and you're a real cool daddy. The podcast you just heard is part of the BNE Network. Brought to you by bmoviesandebooks.com.